And welcome to another episode of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am filling in for the normal host, Davo. Uh, thoughts and prayers for, for Davo today. You know, Davo has a little one, and uh, apparently around noon today, the little one opened up the curtains and sunlight uh, hit Davo right in the face. Oh, wow. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he has not come out from his blanket fort since then. Um, we're, we're hoping he'll be out, you know, in the next couple days, but it's kind of what Davo does when he sees the sun as he retreats to his, his blanket fort and, uh, it makes him feel better, but we are lucky enough to have a fill in of our friend and loyal fan of the show, Barry. Welcome, Barry. Hello from great state of, or semi-great state of Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> And as always, we have Kells. Well, he said uh, blanket for it. I just imagine him diving into it like he heard grenade. And he just... <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was my visual, too. <laughs> and like there was an eek noise as he, as he jumped into it. <laughs> yeah. It touched my skin. The light was on my skin. I, I can see him telling his, his uh, three-year-old that there's no room in there for two people either. So right. he's got to go find his own fort. <laughs> You're already dead. It's too late for you. <laughs> and, of course, Neil. Neil, what are we doing today? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Barry's running the show today. Oh, very Ooh. good. What are we doing today, Barry? Well, you know, you guys are down south, and you southerners, or you all southerners, I should say, you like your nicknames, you know, you, you got your Billy Bobs and your Jim Bobs and your Jim Billy Bobs and your Bubba's. So tonight's quiz is all about people with names of William, James, or Robert. Get it? Billy, Bob, oh. Jim Bob, or some derivation of that name. Now, Andy, keep in mind the theme, and it can be first name or last name or a name by which they go by. I like the way Barry does that, like. Talking to my three-year-old grandson. Keep in mind the theme, Andy. Think about what you're going to say. Well, Barry Andy's, listens to the show. Barry, just be prepared yeah. to say that to him a couple times. <laughs> well, you know, I, I recall in all the episodes I've listened to, on more than one occasion, Andy forgets what the theme of the quiz is. Yep. And then he has mm -hmm. to be reminded after he missed the question. So... It's yep, still fun to remind him before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> we just know that you're mm -hmm. going to have to do it again. <laughs> and, and anyone who knows, I like Yank and Andy's chains, so there we go. Like everybody else. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. You want to run through the rules? Oh, yeah, probably run through the rules. Well, we have, uh, we have six categories, four questions per category. Then we have a final round, which has ten questions. And we have some bonuses thrown in here and there and a couple of easy modes. And uh, we, uh, we, of course, they're going to get 10 points for a regular question, five points for a bonus, and uh, we'll go from there. But the All first right. category, Andy, you probably guess, it's science. Yeah. I know. <laughs> All right. So question number one, the theme is Jim Bob, Billy Bob, and all those nicknames. So this... American molecular biologist, genealogist, and zoologist, in 1953 co-authored with Francis Crick the academic paper proposing the double helix structure of the DNA molecule. What was his name? Locked in. Um, just for clarification's sake, do we have to answer it like a nickname, or are we using like no? The oh, it can be a, it can be his real name, <laughs> his you know. Um, okay. Nickname. Cause so I, any, I know yeah. this, and I just wanted to yeah. clarify. Thank you. I'm and then I have a five-point bonus. The female colleague, who is largely credited with actual right, rightful discovery, what was her name? These guys kind of ripped her off. You know what's funny is I know the story, and I know her <laughs> you name. You don't know the names. But I don't Ooh. know. I don't know his name. Okay, so I guess I'm... So are you locked in, Andy? I'm locked in. All right, let's start first with Andy. 
Uh, Francis Crick uh, was working with uh, Jim Bob Williams. Dr. Jim Bob Williams, I'm nice. sorry. There you go. Yeah. And what was her name? Them all in there. Francis Crick. <laughs> <laughs> we had to do it in the first question. That's unbelievable. Oh, Barry, could you re- reread the question for Andy? Well, please? her name's not going to be William James or Robert. I think it's Francis Crick was the was the woman, wasn't it? I know it's a female. <laughs> Andy, but the, I didn't think. Andy, listen to the question again. Listen to the question all right, again. All right. This American molecular biologist, genealogist, and zoologist uh, was in 1953 co-authored with Francis Crick a paper oh. proposing. <laughs> yeah. And 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 you were you were wondering if if you had that right. Yeah. Judging from that laughter, I'm probably going to go out on a limb, albeit a very right. small limb, and say no. Off to a good start. Kels, what say you? James Watson and what she want? Maybe she got it. Rosalind Franklin, not Aretha. <laughs> and 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 Sensei, what do you say? Uh, I'm going to be a little bit less colorful than Kels, but uh, the correct <laughs> answer is James Watson, and uh, she was Rosalind Franklin. She actually took oh. the photographs. And the other guys oh, kind of, okay. they literally stole her photographs and uh, wrote a paper about it. Well, I couldn't have said it any better. James Dewey Watson and Rosalind Franklin. That is correct. Question number two in science. This American sociologist and historian was born in Great Barrington, Massachusetts. After graduating from the University of Berlin and Harvard, he was the first African-American to earn a doctorate. Name him. I'm locked in if I didn't say it. Um, yeah. I'm locked in. And Andy, are you locked in? I'm locked in. Got it. Well, let's start with Kels then. Say William Smith. William Smith. And, and Neil, what did you say? I think you were trying to be a little tricky with uh, W.E.B. Du Bois. And Andy, what do you say? Yeah, I wrote down Dr. W.E.B. Du Bois as well, but I don't think that's right. I, I talk about him in class, and I've never read anything that he was the first doctorate, but that's the only one in a time frame I can come up with. Well, it is W.E.B. William Du Bois. Question number three in the science category. This English physicist, mathematician, and brewer studied the nature of heat and discovered its relationship to mechanical work. This led to the law of conservation of energy that turns the develop, it turned into the development of the first law of thermodynamics. The SI-derived unit of energy is named after him. Name him. Energy, energy. We've had this before. Wow, so dumping you guys already. Uh, well, I'm I'm trying to decide if my answer's. I'm locked in with what's probably going to be laughed at. Probably, probably. <laughs> almost certainly. I don't know that for sure, Andy. I'm fairly confident. <laughs> Neil, did only you person lock in? I come up with that has. Yeah, I'm locked in. All right. Well, let's uh, let's start then with uh, Kels. Uh, Jewel. Andy. James Watt. And Neil. I think it was Jimmy Jewel. It was Jimmy Jewel. James Prescott Jewel. J O U. Jimmy J J Jewel. There you go. <laughs> well, Andy, your your answer wasn't actually that bad. Okay. So except James Watt invented the steam engine. We're not laughing at you. And I'm assuming you're talking about the inventor and not the politician who, you know. Right. All right, good. Okay. This American (laughs) theoretical physicist was a professor of physics at the University of California and the wartime head of Los Alamos Laboratories. He is among those who are credited with being the father of the atomic bomb for their role in the Manhattan Project. Name him. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. 
All right, let's start with Andy. James Robert Oppenheimer. And Kels? Oppenheimer. Neil? I think it's uh, Jim Bob Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> His friends called him Jim Bob, and it was Jim Bob Oppenheimer. That is correct. So, Neil, after the first four questions in science, what do we have for a score? So, Andy 20, Kels 35, and I have 45. All right. Um, and I don't need to remind uh, Kels and Andy that and Neil has won the last couple of quizzes that I've had. So uh, you guys have yep. just a little catching up. All right. This oh, category it doesn't is... doesn't matter who writes the quizzes. He's going to be yeah. like Neil beats us. We have about <laughs> two, three years of catching up. This All is right. just advancing his lead further. All right. Well, let's, uh, <laughs> let's go to TV and uh, see what we have there. Name the actress who played Marie Barone on the TV series, Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, she was into Scientology for a while. Why am I talking out loud? <laughs> I wonder that all the time, Andy. Um, locked in, there it is. Uh. Yeah, locked in. Neil, are you locked in? It's dead. Yeah, I mean, I'm technically locked in. Yeah, technically locked. Well, let's go to technically locked in, Neil. I, I can, (laughs) I, I'm not sure which one it is. I never watched that show, um, but I know that my answer doesn't fit the question or doesn't fit the theme. But I said uh, Heaton because I think she was on that show. She was indeed on that show. Andy, what'd you say? You know what? That's who I was thinking of at first, Neil. But then I realized um, her name didn't fit. So you're talking about Doris Roberts. And and uh, Kels, what did you say? Doris Roberts. Well, I'm going to commend Andy for remembering the category. It yeah, wasn't fact. That saved me. <laughs> yeah. Doris Roberts. <laughs> Good job, Andy. All right. Question number two in TV. He was the Dean Emeritus of the Actors Studio Drama School at Pace University in New York. He is best known as the executive producer, writer, and host of Bravo Cable TV show called Actors Studio. He retired from the show in 2018 and died in 2020. What was his name? Lockton. Lockton. He's love the show. I did too. Great show. Great show. Uh, Kels, what did you say? James Lipton. And Neil? Jimmy Lipton. And Andy. <laughs> Sticking with that joke for the whole show. James Lipton. <laughs> it was Lewis James Lipton. That is correct. All right. Yes. Question number three in television. Armando Joseph Catalino was an American actor. He played swashbuckling action heroes in the 1950s and 60s. Among his most notable characters were two TV series from the role of 1957 to 1961 and included two movies. Um, By what name is Armando uh, Joseph Catalino better known? And I do have an easy mode. And it's actually a legitimate easy mode and not a very easy mode. I got no idea. I'm going to need that easy mode. Neil, are you locked in? Um, yeah, I'm going to need easy mode. Okay. And Andy? Oh, yeah. All right. Easy <laughs> mode is he played the title role of Zorro, and he also played the father of the Robinson family on the popular series Lost in Space. Um, not the slightest idea. Yeah. Um, I figured this was a little tougher, but, uh, you know, we got to have those sometimes. I'm like that. You are fair. <sighs> yeah, I'm bringing out Ray Guy because Ricardo Montalban doesn't fit the category, so the theme. Sure, sure does not. Um, I'm like that. All right. And let's start with Neil. What did you say? 
I have absolutely no idea. So just going with the theme, I guessed Williams. Somebody right. Williams. <laughs> or maybe William somebody. <laughs> so what is your actual answer? Williams. Whichever way you want to play it. Kels, what did you say? <laughs> say Willie Johnson. And Andy. Now Ray Guy comes in for his first punt of the day. Kick is away. There's a high, twisting, hang time spiral. <laughs> So I think the key to doing the Devo impression during that is you have to have your little fists all clenched when you're doing it. All right. You have to kind of bite your lower lip a little bit. So, so guys, there's a reason that he is called the sensei. His name is Guy <laughs> Williams. Wait what, a minute. What, so, what, are we? Wait a minute. We are going <laughs> with Jeopardy rules here. I'll take it. He said Williams. Wow. So essentially, for every one of these, we have one out of three chance. Well, not yeah. necessarily. Well, I mean, the, so the Jeopardy rules for names only counts for last names. Ah. Yes. Okay. Yes. That is correct. So, Neil, good uh, guess. Wish I would have. All right. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> Clever. Question number four <laughs> in the television category. It is... Two weeks prior to graduating from the University of Missouri in 1982, William left school to head to Hollywood. William is the recipient of various accolades, including an Academy Award, two Golden Globes, and in May 1987, he made his TV debut on a two-episode run on the NBC soap opera Another World. He also appeared in four episodes of Dallas. By what name do we better know William? And I have an easy mode. <laughs> a William who was on a soap opera in Dallas. He is very famous. Trust me. <laughs> By what name do we better know William? Okay. This is, this is a quintessential trivia question of late. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to require. I have a guess. I'm locked in. I'm going to require the easy mode. All right. And Neil, do you need the easy mode? Yes. All right. He won two Academy Awards, two British Film Awards. He first gained recognition as a cowboy hitchhiker in the road film Thelma and Louise. <laughs> His first leading oh, roles were a big budget mode. came and a river runs through it. I'm locked in. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have a story as to how I know this. All right. Well, let's start with Andy. <laughs> Brad Pitt. And Kels. I'm guessing William Brad Pitt. And Neil. So my wife and I, because we're kind of lame, are watching uh, a TV show on, I think it's on Hulu, uh, My So-Called Life, which was very popular in the 90s. Oh, I remember and, that show. Yeah, it's a good show. Claire Danes. It was a uh, good show. Yeah. Uh, only lasted one season, but um, so anyway, we were watching an episode of that not three hours ago, and they were talking about uh, how there was this boring fishing movie starring Brad Pitt called A River Runs Through It, and so <laughs> I answered Brad Pitt because of that. I've never seen the movie. I've never don't think I've ever seen Thelma and Louise, but I kind of had a vague idea he was in that as well. But. Uh, and there's another reason why they call him the sensei. It yep. is William Bradley Pitt. It's all about that life is. experiences. He's it got the touch. Life experiences, especially the ones like 30 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> Uncanny. Or a oh. magazine he read while waiting for Chinese takeout in Florida in 1982. It was Seattle and it was like 92. Oh, okay. Well, that makes all the difference. <laughs> <laughs> well, after the second round, what the what's the score there, Neil? Andy has forty five points, and Kels and Neil have sixty five points. Oh, so it's anybody's uh, game at this point? Almost anybody's. Well, let, let's go to let's go to <laughs> entertainment. Andy, I'm giving you a chance out here. Yeah. All right, entertainment. All right, question number one. A very recognizable stock sound effect 
It is used in films and TV series beginning in 1951 with the film Distant Drums. It's a scream, usually uh, when somebody is shot. What is the name given to this sound effect? Locked, locked in. Locked in? Wow. <laughs> there it is. Uh, so uh, let's start with Neil. Uh, the Wilhelm scream. And Kels. Wilhelm scream. And Andy. Wilhelm scream. Believe it or not, it is the Wilhelm scream. That is correct. And it is supposedly named after Private Wilhelm, character in the Charge of the Feather River, which was a 53 Western when he got shot with an arrow. So there you go. I would scream <laughs> shot with an yeah. arrow, sure. Yeah, it would kind of hurt. Yeah. So, well, question number two in the world of entertainment is in 1954, she gained fame with such hits as The Wallflower, At Last, Tell Mama, and Something's Got a Hold on Me. She uh, faced numerous personal problems, including heroin addiction, abuse, and incarceration before making a musical comeback in the 1980s with the album Seven Year Itch. Name this deep and earthy voiced singer. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. All right, let's start with Kels. Etta James. And Neil? I also said Etta James. And Andy? Etta James. Very good. It is Etta James. So this is going to be a 15 point, and I'm going to give you a clue. And if you lock in, then you get 15. If I read the rest of it, you get 10. Okay. Okay. And then if I read further, you only get five. Here we go. He was born in 1955. In 1984, he played Eddie Rivera, Sonny Crockett's original partner, who was killed in a sting gone wrong in the premiere episode of Miami Vice. In 1989, he played a repairman on Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Does that mean you're locked in? I'm locked in. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. What was his name? I need the 10-pointer, okay. I'll go for 10. Yeah. I'll let Andy work through his... I don't have it. it I'm going to need more help. Okay. I know what you're talking about. For 10 points, he has played roles in 30 different TV shows or series. He played Victor Suventes on the 1980s crime drama, L.A. Law. He played a detective in 1990 police drama. He also played a political character on West Wing. Oh, I'm locked in. Oh, wait a minute. Shoot. 15, I got 10. Can I get a five? Can I get a five? Can I get a five? (laughs) (laughs) Depends if Andy's locked in. Uh, There's no shame, Andy, if you need to go for five. I I go for five. All right. He appeared as as Bail Organa in the Star Wars prequel (laughs) trilogy, and he also played them uh, on the main cast of Sons of Anarchy as a high-level pimp. Name this versatile actor. Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. And what'd Mm -hmm. you say before Sons of Anarchy? He appeared as Bail Organa in in the Star Wars prequel trilogy. My wife and I always wanted a daughter. Locked in. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. No, that doesn't work either. Yeah, I'm locked in. <laughs> Andy just remembered what the theme was. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm locked. No, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm going with. I was going to lock. I just realized I'm talking myself out of this. It's because he played. Yeah. Well, okay. I let, got it. Let's start first with Andy then. Jimmy Smiths and Kels for 10 points. What do you say? Well, it's, it's too bad Bill Organa was in like the five point part because that was going to be part of my answer, but it is Jimmy <laughs> Smiths. And Neil, what did you say? Well, when you said the um, Pee Wee's Playhouse thing, I was thinking either Lawrence Fishburne or Jimmy Smiths, and then Lawrence didn't really fit, so I went with. Uh, 
Jimmy well, Smith. for 15 I think points. I was stuck on Lawrence Fishburne for a while. Did he play a cowboy? And Pee-wee's Playhouse? Yeah. Yeah. I was mixing him up with the cowboy. A well, lot of people Andy. mix up Jimmy Smiths and Lawrence Fishburne. That's <laughs> pretty common. Neil got 15, Kels got 10, and Andy got 5. Hey. Question number 4 in entertainment. He was born in 1961. He has released 16 studio albums, 53 singles since 1992, when he uh, had a number one uh, country hit that became the first single ever to achieve triple platinum status in Australia. He has a total of eight top ten singles on the country charts, and his debut album, Some Gave All, was the first debut album to enter number one on the Billboard Top Country album chart. Name him. Locked in. It's, man, it didn't seem like this person did that much, but. I've got a guess. Hmm. I mean, it fits. I'm, I'm locked in. And Neil, are you locked in? Yeah. Uh, and I do have an easy mode uh, for the fans at home. So the easy mode was, he is also known as the father of Destiny Hope. So, Neil, what did you say? Well, I know he was popular in the 90s, although I'm not a huge fan of his music. Uh, I went with Billy Ray Cyrus. And Andy, what did you say? Billy Ray Cyrus. And Kels. I used to love Achy Breaky Heart. Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. And the father of Destiny Hope is Billy Ray Cyrus. That is correct. Good is that job. like an actual person? Yeah. Am I supposed to know that person or is that a, because <laughs> that's kind of a, uh, a, you know, stripper name. So. No. Uh, well, it could Sister be. I mean, Miley, Miley is, is uh, her real name is Destiny Hope. Ah. So now you know oh, that trivia nugget. There it is. Huh. There you go. Destiny there Hope is. is Miley. After uh, round three, Neil, uh, what does your lead look like? Well, uh, Andy has 80. <laughs> Kells has 105, and I have 110. Well, come on, guys. You can catch up to him. But are you ready for this? History. Andy? Yes! Uh, all right. Bring Here it. Here we go with history. One of the most renowned warriors of his generation, he led, the Scot he led Scotland during the First War of the Scottish Independence against England. He fought successfully during his reign to regain Scotland's peak place as an independent kingdom, and he is now revered. What was his name? Locked in. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just couldn't in. wait there, Kells, could you? Yeah, Kells was just all over. I thought it. the question was over. <laughs> it was a pause right there. I was like, oh, that's it. I'm locked in. Yeah, I'm locked in. All right. Well, uh, Kells was pretty excited. Let's uh, start with him. If memory serves me correct, he looks a lot like uh, Murtaugh's partner from Lethal Weapon, uh, William <laughs> Wallace. All right. And, Neil, what did you say? Uh, well, it worked for me last time. I said Mick Williams. Mick Williams. <laughs> and, <laughs> William Wallace, who uh, famously got his army charged up before the battle by by telling them he was getting too old for this but oh, was that that braveheart guy <laughs> it's that braveheart guy yes well this is what is i i anticipated this happening this is what is what? known as a sweep no yes is the it Robert job of the a chimney sweep comes with a great deal of responsibility <sighs> kels what did you say is it Robert the Bruce? It is Robert the Bruce. That is correct. Man. Rat oh. turds. <sighs> Ran right into that one. Yes, you did. <laughs> Question number two in history. How many U.S. presidents have been named James? Ooh. Oh, goodness. Okay. Just first name James. First name James. This is going to take me a few minutes. Well, you got one minute, yeah, right. 25 oh. seconds. <laughs> I'm locked in. Oh, goodness gracious, this is a lot of them. Um, locked in. Of Andy's 
done. Can I like talk out the rest of mine and then you sure uh, can. I land on that be my answer. Okay, um, James Madison, Monroe, Polk, Buchanan, um, Garfield. Uh, uh, I'm gonna miss a lot of them in the middle. All right, I'll stop at six. So let's start first with Andy. What did you say? I came up with six. All the ones that Kells just mentioned while he was talking it out. Madison, Monroe, Polk, Buchanan, Garfield, and Jimmy Carter. And Neil, what did you say? So I wrote a question uh, not that long ago about the most common presidential name, and I just remember that it was six. I didn't count them. It is, in fact, six. <laughs> yep. Very good. And I remembered this because I got it wrong with um, Neil because I forgot about Jimmy Carter. Yes, I figured some people might. Well, question three in history. Jesse James used the alias Thomas Howard. What was the name of the dirty little coward that shot Mr. Howard? Oh, um... Locked in. And I have a bonus. Okay. In September each year, the city of Northfield celebrates the James Younger Gang failed robbery attempt on the First National Bank of Northfield. In what state is the defeat of Jesse James celebrated each year? Hmm. I've got a logical. Locked in. Okay, I'm locked in. All right. Well, then let's go to uh, Neil. What did you say? The the name Ford sticks with me. Uh, I don't know what his first name is, so I'm not going to answer that. And then I have no idea where that is, but a lot of sh a lot of stuff happened in Kansas, so I'm guessing Kansas for Jesse James days. All right, and Kels, what did you say? I believe it was the coward Robert Ford. And since it's you asking, I'm going to guess Minnesota. Okay, and Andy, what did you say? It's Bob Ford, and it's absolutely in Minnesota. Well, you guys <laughs> used uh, your, your good logic there. It was, in fact, in Minnesota, and it was the dirty little coward that shot Mr. Howard was Robert Ford. That is correct. Great song, by the way, if you ever want to kind of listen to a bluegrass song. I don't know why you'd want to do that, but <laughs> to, to each their own, I suppose. Say that again. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> All right. Question number four in history. This United States Army general is registered as the father of the United States Air Force. His father was a U.S. senator, and, and the Milwaukee Airport is named for him. What was this general's name? Locked in. That's not fair. Andy, Andy lives in Milwaukee. I did. I have caught so many flights in and out of this airport. <laughs> oh, okay. what's the name of it? Not saying. <laughs> Damn it! I was hoping he walked right into that. Oh, I'm locked in. All right, I'm locked in. All right, Kels, what did you say? Williams. Williams. Okay. And uh, Neil, what did you say? Boy, I'm hoping Kells is right, because I answered Williams. <laughs> <laughs> and, Andy, tell him what the correct answer is. The cool thing I always thought of in Milwaukee is most people still call it Mitchell Field, the old way of referring to airports. It's Billy Mitchell. It is, in fact, William Billy Mitchell. And uh, kind of a great story, but a sad ending. Um, mm -hmm. He was basically court-martialed because of his insistence on making the Air Force a major part of military warfare and uh, and was found for insubordination. But he is the father of the U.S. Air Force, Billy Mitchell. He's kind of the Patton of the U.S. Air Force in a lot of ways. He had that same kind of personality that yeah, Patton he, had. Yeah, kind of, like, yeah, exactly. It's my way. <laughs> yes. Well, Andy did a little bit of catching up, but what's the score there, uh, Mr. Neal? Andy has 115, and Kells and Neil are tied at 130. Wow, it is indeed everybody's uh, opportunity. Category, by the way, is sports. 
Sport ball. Sports. Sports. Who am I? I played 11 seasons in the major leagues, the last team of which was the Minnesota Twins, uh, who then gave me a job as a scout. But in 1965, they made their made me their third base coach of the 1965 uh, Twins who went to the World Series. Who was this third base coach? Lockton. I have an idea. Really? I think I know. Yeah, I'm locked in. Can I? Uh, locked in. Okay, everybody's locked in. I'm going to give you a five-point bonus if you can tell me what his real name was. What did you say, Kels? <laughs> Williams. Williams. <laughs> Neil, what did you say? I think Kels nailed it. It is Williams. <laughs> Andy, what did you say? <laughs> I'm a little nervous because I don't think this... All right, so you said the, the key here was the date and the infamous. Yes. I went with Billy Martin. But I really think Billy Martin is Billy Martin. I don't think he has a different name. So that's I'm with, with Billy Martin. Well, his real name was Alfred Manuel Martin, otherwise known as really? Billy. Yes. What Billy Martin? Wow. So so my father, oh, okay. my father took us to the Twins game in 1965. How he got us underneath, literally the the uh, after the game underneath the stadium. And guy comes out, and of course, uh, you know, we got all the autographs, but the guy walks down the other way, and my brother said, oh, he's just a coach. And I went down, and I said, can I get your autograph? And he got on one knee, looked me in the eye, and said, you like baseball, kid? And I said, I love it. And he signed it, Billy Martin. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's my Billy that Martin cool story. story. Wow. Yep. That's a cool story. Yep. I, I still have the glove to this day. <laughs> Well, let's, uh, let's try our hand at sports with another question. This point guard was a 12-time All-Star, 11-time member of the uh, NBA team, All-NBA all team, and a one-time winner of the MVP award. Played 14 seasons, and in 1962, he became the first player in NBA history to average a triple-double for the season, and he's the only player other than Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook to do it. He's a two-time Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame inductee. Name him. Locked in. Um, Andy, I bet you wish you had your fancy lightning bolts now, don't you? Yeah, I really do. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, are, are you are you are you sure, guessing Williams again? I, I'm locked in. Yeah. All right. I'm just. <laughs> I'll just tell you, I'm locked in with Williams. <laughs> So you can just skip right over me if you want. Okay. Andy, Andy, what did you say? My knowledge of basketball is extremely limited. I'm hoping the J in Dr. J stands for James. <laughs> even I know that's, that's Julius. Yeah, even I know that. Oh, that's Julius Irving. You're right. Okay. Yep. Yep. There it is. <laughs> I remember Julius James Irving. <laughs> Julius James Irving. JJ Irving. Yeah. Dr. And, and he was probably four in 1962, but that's all right. We'll go okay, sure. Yeah. So, Kels, why don't you tell us who it is? Uh, the big O, Oscar Robertson. It is, Still in fact, know. Oscar Palmer Robertson, the big O. Uh, I don't know. I think player. that one's kind of cheating, Barry. Well, you know, <laughs> no, nobody nobody named Robertson has ever been called Bobbyson. Bobbyson. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I mean, it, it, it's your it's your show, so I'll let it go. Okay, it's not well, anywhere close to William, oh, so I'm, <laughs> I'm just being peevish now. Okay. Question and, number and just, three. Just for clarification, just, or just for clarification, Doctor J's middle name is Winfield. <laughs> he was one of my favorite players growing up. Winfield? It's not James. Like yes. Julius Winfield. Doctor J was one who was in the airplane movies too, right? No, that was Curry. No, that was <laughs> oh that was Will Chamberlain. Or right, was Will Chamberlain. Chamberlain. Still, still Chamberlain. That's right. <laughs> no, it was Lou Alcindor. And he. Oh. <laughs> what? It was Lou Alcindor, otherwise known as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, okay. Will Whatever. Chamberlain was in Conan the Barb. Uh, I think the yes. sequel to Conan That's the right. Barbarian. Yes, Conan the Destroyer. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right. Here Your we go. Question Jones. number three. 
He holds the all-time record for ejections in major leagues uh, with 158 plus three additional postseason ejections. Name this manager. What? He holds the all-time record for ejections in the major leagues with 158 plus three postseason ejections. Name this major league manager. Wow. I would have gone with... Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm saying what? I, I feel like I've already given you that answer. Um, uh, all right. I, I I got definitely would be, has to be a close second to be fair. If it's I not, an I'll take an easy mode. All right. I'm locked in. Sure. I'll take right. an easy mode. He also I'm leads gambling. the league in playoff appearances as a manager. Yes. With 16. Yeah. Yes. Not 16 games, but 16 seasons. All right. Well, I'm locked in. Um. I'm locked in. All right. Let's go to Neil. See if he got it. So because of two questions ago, I know a baseball manager. Uh, so that would be Billy Martin. Okay. Andy, <laughs> what did you say? Gosh, if you would have answered, asked me this first, I would have said Billy Martin. Uh, if it's not Billy Martin, it has to be either Tony Larissa or Bobby Cox. And uh, Tony Larissa doesn't fit the theme, which I remembered. <sighs> So it's got to be Bobby Cox. And uh, Kels, what did you say? Yeah, uh, I think Andy's got it. I went with Billy Martin just because I could not think of Bobby Cox, even though I, yeah, well, Atlanta for a long time. Well, it is, in fact, Bobby Cox yeah. is correct. All right. Well, the last category in sport, the question sports Best known for his performance in Super Bowl XXII against the Denver Broncos, where he was named the Super Bowl MVP after passing for 340 yards and four touchdowns, a single-quarter Super Bowl record. Name this quarterback. Locked in. And I have an easy mode. I'm locked in. Solid guess. Solid guess. All right. Well, let's go to uh, let's go to Neil and see what he said. Okay, so my answer is Williams, but but I actually have a reason for this one. Um, we did a Black History quiz uh, earlier this year, last year, and I know that Doug Williams was the first NFL first first Black quarterback to win the Super Bowl. And so my answer is Doug Williams. And Andy, I, I, I think say? the time is about the same, and it had something to do with the Broncos. I don't know if he was with the Broncos or playing playing against them, but I remember the Broncos were in there. Okay. It is indeed Doug Williams. And Kels, what did you say? Well, given the time frame, and you said against the Broncos, so it had to be a, an NFC team, I, I went with a legendary performance by Doug Williams. Well, and, and if nothing else, the sensei would have guessed Williams and he would have gotten it right. And <laughs> he would have gotten it anyway. <laughs> so the answer is Doug Williams. And following his career, he began coaching and he became the head football coach of the Grambling State Tigers. And he was, by the way, not only the first to win a Super Bowl, black quarterback to win, but also to start. So Doug Williams. Well, after five rounds, what does the score look like now? Well, it's a different landscape. Uh, Neil has 140 <laughs> points, Andy 145, and Kells 150. Say what? Wow. It is well, anybody's ball sports game. Sports is not my thing. I guess. <laughs> Normally it's not for me either, but except for my Dr. J basketball thing. <laughs> not a basketball person. Well, you you like you like the baseball, though. You got the baseball question. I do like the baseball. Well, you know what my favorite category is for number six? It is, as Alex Trebek would say, hodgepodge. Now, you got a one in three kind of chance here, guys. Between 1924 <laughs> and 1939, what was the most popular boy's name in the United States? Locked in. Locked in. Addison Phil Locked <laughs> in. One of the three choices. <laughs> Kels, what'd you say? William. Andy? I'm sticking since there's eight presidents named James. I'm going with James. Six. And Neil. Six. 
I was trying to figure out if there was some significance to those years because popular culture often influences names, but I couldn't come up with anything, so I just I just went with my standby William. All I'm trying to say is sweep around your front door you try to sweep... So a tribute to my dad, whose name was Robert, and he was born right. in 1925. Hmm. Question number two, and I like this question. A single photograph bought at a junk store for $2 was a picture of Henry McCarty. It sold at auction in 2011 for $2.3 million. By what name do we know William McCarty? Locked in, and I can even describe the photo. And I do have an easy mode. Did you buy it, Andy? I didn't buy it, but this is a cool thing. Um, yeah, I'll take the easy mode. Nah, uh, I need the I need the points. Um, I don't think that's his name. All right, I'm locking in. Why not? Let's do it. All right, Henry McCarty was a gun fl- gunslinging outlaw in the old west, and he killed eight men. He was then sentenced to hang, but he escaped and shot two sheriff deputies in the process, and he was killed in 1881. And I have a bonus. Yeah, I'm locked in. Who was the famous sheriff who shot him? Locked in. And Neil, let's go to you. Oh, um, Billy the Kid. Okay. And Andy, what did you say? Billy the Kid. And Kels. Billy the Kid. All right. And Andy, who did you say the sheriff was? Sheriff Pat Garrett. And Neil? I didn't know. And Kels. I said Wild Bill Hickok. The correct answer was William H. Bonney was known as Billy the Kid, and it was indeed Pat Garrett. So question number two in HodgePodge. This restaurant chain was founded in 1936, and at its peak in 1989, there were 240 locations throughout the United States. By August of 2019, only six remained in operation five in Southern California, and one in my hometown of Bismarck, North Dakota. What was the name of this chain? Locked in. Uh, yeah. I, I will give you a clue, or a, an easy mode if you'd like it. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll try the easy mode. I'll take the easy mode. It has a very iconic... A red and white emblem mascot. Oh. Oh, I forgot about the first name of that. All right. Me too. I was just thinking. I don't like that easy mode. (laughs) I needed those points. (laughs) I'm locked in. All right. Neil, what did you say? Bob's big boy. Andy, what did you say? Bob's big boy. And Kels. Bob's Big Boy. It was, in fact, Bob's Big Boy. And uh, the Big Boy in, in Bismarck had what, the famous pizza burgers. And then they also had Hot Tot, which was a Coke with cinnamon. It was fabulous. Ooh. All those things sound like things I want to consume. No gravy <laughs> on it, but it was quite good. It's all right. You can have things without gravy from time to time. <laughs> I like to mix it up. All right. The other day I looked four. at a vegetable. <laughs> Didn't eat it. What, did it cross you? No, God no. But you know, it was interesting. It was on a buffet, and I just kind of looked at, kind of like a you know, like a scientist would look at something. Like, got it, got it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it question weird. four in Hodgepodge, which is our last question of the regular round, is Jimmy and Billy are both uh, you know fit this category, but they were brothers named Carter, famous in the late 1970s, and in 1966, at age 68. Their mother became the oldest Peace Corps volunteer when she volunteered in India. What was her name? Oh, locked in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in with the guess. All right. I'm going to give you a trivia nugget. Just to, if I don't know if it'll help, but it's a great trivia nugget. This lady was the niece of Barry Gordy the First, and who was the grandfather of 
Motown record fame, Barry Gordy. She was a niece, so she is indirectly related to Barry Gordy. I did not know that. Yeah. Really? So, Neil, what did you say her name was? How, can the, how does that work? The name uh, Lillian is sticking in my head, so that's what I'm going with. Lillian Carter. Andy, what did you say? Lillian is Jimmy Carter's mom, or Jimmy Carter's wife. Uh, Bessie is Jimmy Carter's mom. Okay. And and what did you say there, uh, Kels? Roberta. All right. Well, this is an interesting because, Andy, I'm going to give you credit, but you had a fact wrong, and you said Bessie Rosalind was mom, is the wife. But Shoot. You ready for this? Okay. Her real name is Bessie Lillian Gordy. So I will give both Neil and Andy oh. credit because she was known as Lillian, but her real name was in fact Bessie. So, and she is Barry the niece Gordy's of Barry Gordy the first, who was the paternal half brother of James Gordy and the grandfather of Motown founder Barry Gordy. Oh, and that's the last part. Of it. Okay. Because the, the ages weren't matching up for me, but now I get it. Okay. Well, with that, Neil, bring us up to speed on the final score. Kells and I have 165, and Andy has 175. Check out the Misinformation Trivia Podcast. It's a trivia podcast for ladies and gents who love cool trivia and sticking it to annoying teams at the pub quiz. It has received the official Brain Ladle seal of approval. So it is anybody's game when we go to sudden death. I've never done a sudden death before. Whoa. All right. <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> well, it sounds so final, doesn't it? It really does. It does. It does. <laughs> and, and I think I've got some great questions going from easy to harder. And I'll be the, uh, the judge to see if that's in fact true. It, it, so what's we'll troubling all, we'll is your definition you. of easy. Well, I know that. I know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's start with what I believe is an easy one. Okay, we got a guy named Prince William, uh, who has a rather fetching wife, uh, who happens to be born on my birthday. But what is the name of their youngest child? What? And I'll give you a clue. It is not James, William, or Robert. You know, we fought a revolutionary war, so I wouldn't have to give a rat about English royalty. Oh, Andy, don't tell me you're going to miss it on the very first one. He may not be the only one. I Yeah, um Well, if it if it uh, nobody gets it, we'll continue then. I only know one kid's <laughs> name for for what was a joke in my class, so I'm going with that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm locked in. Um locked in. All right. And should we start first with Andy? I only know this one kid's name because we were joking about it in class because uh, they named one George. And one of my one of my students brought this to my attention because George worked out so well the last time. <laughs> when we were studying the American Revolutionary War. Very clever young woman in my class brought that up. I thought that was hysterical. That's the only kid I know from that family okay and and uh, neil what did you say yeah i also guessed george I, I think they had a george but i don't know if it's their first or last or 17th <laughs> I, I i really i don't follow the royalty at all all right because we won the revolutionary war um and and then uh Kels, what did you say well i know they got three kids I think Charlotte's the oldest, and the boys I might have mixed up because there's George and Louis, maybe. So I went with Louis. Well, I didn't mean to start with such a tough one that would eliminate somebody, but the correct answer is the youngest is Prince Louis. 
George is the oldest, Charlotte is in the middle, George is and Louis is the youngest. Well, there you go. So, there you go. All right. This American singer and poet and songwriter uh, is listed as one of the most influential and iconic figures in rock and roll history. And he was picked in fifth place as the best singer of all time. Name this rock legend. Locked in. I said Bob Dylan. All right. Andy, what would you have said? I, I first was leaning towards Robert Johnson, but I think it's Bob Dylan as well, or Robert Zimmerman, whichever way you and want. And Neil, what that. would you have said? Uh, I, I wasn't paying attention, to be honest. I, <laughs> I lost, so I don't care anymore. <laughs> I can't so win, so I've already lost interest in your little game. <laughs> no, I, I really don't know. There, there didn't seem like there was a whole lot to go on there. So There, there wasn't. I would, I would have said the... Williams. Well, uh, we apparently have a tie game because the correct answer is Jim Morrison. Oh, hell I see, no. I know Andy's, Andy's pissed off, I know. Hell no. Because <laughs> he hates the Doors. Who calls him Does number really? five? Well, I love the Doors. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I agree that he's not a great singer. The most rock and roll band in the history of rock and roll music. No. Jim Morrison was yeah. not a poet. Uh, he was a <laughs> poet. Um, <laughs> and so oh, Morrison Bob only became successful because of part. Morrison's behavior at live concerts. So Andy, why don't you tell us what you really think of Jim Morrison? Oh, the most <laughs> overrated band in the Actually, the only the only saving grace for the doors is not Jim Morrison, it's Ray Van Zant on keyboard. I knew that was coming. That comes up every time there's a Doors yeah. rant. All right. Oh, boy. I've, I've their keyboard is slow. He was really good. So so what's the score now? Because apparently we have a tie game. Uh, I ended up with 165, and Kells and Andy are tied at 175. Well, let's keep going then. So here we go. Question number three. He holds the record for being on the most admired list the record number of times. There's a, there's a most admired list? There's a most admired list in the United <laughs> States. Who keeps the most admired list? <laughs> uh, apparently somebody. I think William Howard um, Taft was really admired for a long time for his ability to eat. Sure. I'm locked in. We're going to be tied again, Andy. <laughs> I'm locked in as well. Andy, what would you say? I'm saying James Brown. <laughs> okay, and and uh, Kels, what'd you say? That's such a good guess, Andy. I Thank wish you. I would have gone with James Brown. I went with Jimmy Carter just because he's super old. I, I have a guess, <laughs> even though it doesn't count. Okay, Neil, what do you guess? Because I know something about Barry, and I know Barry is a big fan of Billy Graham. I am oh. in fact a big fan of Billy Graham. I did some yeah. planning for the Billy Graham organization uh, a while back, and Billy is yes. He deserves the uh, the uh, admiration. Um, so the answer is Billy Graham, and we still have a tie game. <laughs> still deadlock. These are the easy questions. Andy. These are the easy ones. <laughs> James Brown wants a recount. I'll tell you that okay. right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm culturing you two, apparently. Um, so even though Andy doesn't think the doors are great, I do, but... All right, question, the next question. I, I just want to point out that this is not so much a sudden death, but kind of a slow lingering death. <laughs> <a> slow death. <laughs> death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> this, this is like, this is like uh, in Austin Powers. It's very, very hot. I'm very badly burned. If somebody could come to, there are some people coming now to help. Oh, you shot me. I shot, shot me right in the arm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Please continue, Barry. Oh, we'll, we'll try to, one of us will try to win this in the next one. Barry, it's not you, it's them. Uh, yeah, it's God, definitely so. us. Yeah. Oh, You're way smarter than we are. That's the problem. Laughing. I hope people are enjoying this. Okay, let's let's go. You guys got to get this. Okay, ready? He has sold more than 150 million books. He is best known for a series of books about the adventures of fictional psychologist Alex Cross. Name him. 
<laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. I'm locked in. I know Andy doesn't read anything other than comics, but... Uh, no, no, you're thinking of Davo there. Oh, that's right, Davo. Um, I'm locked in. Okay. Andy, what'd you say? I, I'm not a big fan of his books, but I believe you're talking about James Patterson. And, and, and Kels, what'd you say? Well, we all know how hard it is for people like him to make it in publishing. James Patterson. It is James Patterson. <laughs> Very good. All right. I'm Question still not number... dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, based on your guys' uh, efforts here, let's see how well you do in this. He is best known for a titular role on a comedy series from 2001 to 2009. His other television roles include Saturday Night Live, Total Security, Twin Peaks. Um, movies include The Fury, Thief, and Man with One Red Shoe, and a whole host of others. Name this actor. I'm locked in. I'm locked in as well. Okay. I, would have, I would have said he's better known for being the lesser talented of two brothers. Oh, thank well, God. All right, that was the easy right. mode. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually an easy mode. Uh, Andy, what'd you say? Jim Belushi. And Kels, what did you say? Um, star of, I'm guessing, the show you're uh, referencing, uh, according to Jim, I didn't realize I ran that long, Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi is correct. Well, we the battle continues. By what name does the entertainment world better know William James Adams Jr.? William James what? Adams. Adams Jr. Oh. Jr. Locked in. I'm gonna lock in. Um, I am locked in. All right. And what did you say? Say Willie B. Willie B. And Andy, what did you say? Questlove. Okay. And Ooh. Neil, what would you no. have said? His name. <laughs> was was this a uh, was this a black eyed P? Are you referring to Will I Am? Uh, that's, that would be my guess. And there's oh. the reason they call him the sensei. Wow. It Seriously? is Will I Am. Wow. That makes sense. Andy there. Questlove's real name is Amir. Okay. Of course. Uh, uh, yeah. That was the first one I came up with. That I, I was going through this within like 10 days before I got to that. Like, nope, I don't know who Questlove obviously is not his birth name. Plus, he had a very creative mom that knew he was going to show business. Okay, next one. Let's go to a sports question. He made his major league debut as a catcher in 1962. He was a below average hitter finishing his career at just at the Mendoza line of 200. He is generally regarded as a sound defensive player, committed very few errors, but in 1967, he uh, playing on only 59 games, he allowed more pass balls in a season than anyone. He often credited with pitch, catching Phil Negro. He often joked that his knuckleball, the best way to catch a knuckleball was to wait until it stopped and pick it up. trick that Neil taught me. <laughs> I'm locked in because, yeah, it's got to be him. All right. Kels, what did you say? I said Williams. Ooh, and <laughs> Andy, what did you say? I think this is Bob Euchre. It is Mr. Baseball, yes! Bob Euchre. Being from Milwaukee, two and in a row. Catcher. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Euchre yeah, was a catcher. Shine through. I had no uh, idea. And, and realizing that uh, it was Milwaukee, I, I couldn't change the question quick enough. But, uh, <laughs> it, uh, it, but I mean, he's, he's so well-known, and you know, I figured maybe sports he'd know. Oh, Yuke is, right. is special. We have a new champion who unseated Neil in the very quizzes. Kels, great job. Uh, but we have Andy, who pulled it off at the last... Uh, Ditch effort there. So what's the final score, Neil? I ended up with 165, Kells 195, okay. and Andy 205 points. Wow. 
Well, good job, Andy. Thank you, everybody. Great, yeah, great questions, by the way. And... Good job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I, I think I would have gotten the Euchre question, but I definitely wouldn't have gotten Mitchell Field uh, without spending a lot of time <laughs> in that airport reading the history of Billy Mitchell and the different displays they have there. They have some quite beautiful displays, by the way, of Billy Mitchell there at Mitchell Field. Other than my, my North Dakota and, and Minnesota questions, um, had I known that you were from, spent time in Milwaukee, I would not have asked that one. But uh, I kind of consider Milwaukee my honorary uh, hometown. I moved there uh, right when I turned 21 and, and lived there for 10 years. I spent my whole 20s in Milwaukee. It's, it's a great, great city. Um, I love Milwaukee a lot. Yep. Great city. I've been there many times, so. So, well, thank you for, for being our clutch relief pitcher and coming in for us as we wrap up uh, another episode of the Brain Ladle Podcast. Let me throw it over to Barry and thank him once again. You are certainly welcome. I hope everyone enjoyed it. And if you are not a Patreon supporter, I would encourage you to uh, help these fine folks cover some of the uh, the bills and give them the love and support that they uh, they deserve. We could use the love, mostly. All right. I could. Oh. And, and Kells? Well, in reference over James that didn't get a lot of play today, um, as he once said, it's a baby dibby. <laughs> Whoa. That one <laughs> caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> it was spot on. <laughs> and, and Neil? This one's for you, Andy. You know that it would be untrue. You know that I would be a liar if I was to say to you, girl, we couldn't get much higher. Come on, baby, light my fire. Come on, baby, light my fire. Try to set the night on fire. Oh, Neil, wow. thank you so much for that. That was fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't thank me. Thank yeah. uh, Lyric about fire. It's as if Dr. Seuss was playing with fire. But anyway, uh, <laughs> that's all from the Brain Ladle headquarters. Signing off. Greetings and salutations to all you good trivia people out there. I know what you're thinking. Hey, I really enjoyed this show. Uh, how can I get a little more? Well, here to help you out. You can look up these good people on Twitter at Little Brain. Or if Facebook's more your deal, you can look them up at Brain Little Productions. Hey, they've even got their own webpage. It's uh, BrainLittleTrivia.com. Now, if you're feeling generous... You can join a Patreon, where if you donate $10 or more, you can even get yourself a fancy show invite. How about that? Until we meet again, this has been 44, and I'm glad you joined us. Hope I'm out. 12 seconds there, Kels. Oh man, this timer is intense. Uh, Alright, I'll stop at 6. Don't let him bully you. There's no timer. This is your show. <laughs> oh. It is, but... Uh... There's a literal timer. There's a literal timer. The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions. All rights reserved.